Nime, Cremora, and Jolene. We find you in the place where you first met, a small tavern in Pine Barrow. It's two weeks after the end of the end of the world, and you're all enjoying drinks together. One immediate difference is some of Cremora's tattoos. Uh, not all of them, but, but a handful on either arm. The, the ink has been replaced with deep burn marks where the power left her. Speaking of burn marks, uh, Jolene's probably got a couple as well. Yeah, she did explode. She did, <laughs> she did explode. Everyone's got some sick scars now. Mm. Well, guess they should keep along to Miss Bank. I, I promised I'd take my parents there. Do you mind if I hang around with you? Of course. I'm getting the feeling that if I stick with you guys for a little bit longer, somehow we'll find our way back to Patsy. I kind of exchange a look with Cremora. <laughs> okay, well, we should probably pay Tabitha, huh? That'd be a first. <laughs> you know, I'd love to say some snide things to you lot, but you just kind of look depressing. <laughs> I don't have it in me. Thanks. I'm so glad. Oh, I guess I did anyway. Ah, Tabitha's still got it. Go away, Tabitha. And I just hand her my entire pouch of coins. <gasps> oh my gosh. I can finally go live my dreams. Go away. Sure thing. You just bought the tavern. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the tavern. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> God damn it! Well, we have a tavern now. Oh, fantastic. We just discharged all our world-ending responsibilities and now we've been handed more responsibilities. Hey, Nim, do your parents want a tavern? I'll ask. Hey, Mom. Yeah? Do you want a tavern? I mean, I've never really thought about it. Why? We've just acquired one. Sort of by accident. All right, we'll take it. Wow, that's so lovely of you, Nime. You don't have to do that. Uh, I mean, you're welcome. Is our daughter the 1%? <laughs> yes, yes, she's absolutely the 1%. That's okay, let's just take the tavern and not ask too many questions. I mean, you don't have to take it. Too it's late. Just, okay. They're okay. behind the bar. Would you like a drink? Just some water, thanks. Okay, we don't charge for that. Well, I guess going to Miss Bank's off. So, what now? What now, indeed. Cremora. Yeah? Tell us a little bit about how your near future goes. So, I think the first thing that Cremora will do is... She re-enrolls in the College of Arcanists and finishes her degree. And obviously while she's studying, she stays in Concordia. But once she's finished, I think she has a very long conversation with Nim about what they want to do next. Well, why don't we um, play out that conversation? <laughs> Nime and Cremora. You're at Cremora's graduation ceremony. Cremora's wearing the cap, you know, the, the one. <laughs> it's covered in stars, and the 
it's the the gown, but instead of being black, it's iridescent, shimmering silver. I think Nim's kind of awkwardly hanging back because she doesn't want know what to do around academics. But as soon as she sees Cremora, like her face lights up. Hey. Hey. Oh, I'll excuse myself, and Shimra walks away. <laughs> Thank you. We'll we'll pick this up later. They look better. Yeah, they've they've been doing really well. I'm I'm glad you made a friend. So you have a shiny piece of paper. How does it compare to saving the world? Um, I mean, I was a little ahead of some people on some things in many respects. But, I mean, that's always been the case. Note that this includes all the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're going back to Magnus now? I mean, that's a very good question. i at a bit of a loss for what to do with myself now, really. Um, I just, I've spent so long focusing on such specific things, and now I don't have anything. But I did have... One idea. And from an inner pocket of her graduation robe, because it has pockets, she takes out a scroll of parchment and unfurls it and shows Nim the contents. And it is a letter requesting that she be considered for the title of Archmage. Oh, wow. I mean, you're more than qualified, but do you have to do like the next like three things before that? Uh, I mean, I suppose so, but this this was just the first thing I thought of, and, you know, I, I, I couldn't really think of anything else, so. You deserve it. Nim, I I just want you to know that I, I care about you a lot, and I know that me going to Magnus, well, I know that would complicate things, and, and I just, I'd be happy to stay here. I, I'd like that. <laughs> I care about you too. I mean, I've still got stuff I need to do and places I want to go. And I, I don't know when or if that work's ever going to be done, but you're welcome to come with me. I'd like that a lot. I, I love you, Kramara. Um, I love you too. You changed my life. Yeah. Just one, one, one more thing. And um, Cremora will get down on one knee and hold one hand out and magic will flow up her arm and coalesce into a ring. The band is made of tiny, intricate, interwoven vines and the gemstone is liquid, a water magically suspended in a sphere. Nim's eyes are going to go really, really wide. She's going to be like, this feels very significant. Um, what does it mean, Grimora? Nim, I'm asking you if you want to marry me. Oh, oh, oh. And she's just going to, like, take her hand that's holding the ring and, like, pull her back up to her feet and just, like, hold her face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. At that exact moment, the cork pops out of a champagne bottle and everyone cheers and throws their hats. <laughs> everyone throws their hats and then shoots them out of the air with magic missiles. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Class of adventuring. And I'll just be like, may I? 
Cremora hands the hat over. And then throws it up. Fireball. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Jolene, Jolene. What does your life look like in the coming weeks and months? I think at first she continues adventuring. She kind of splits off from Nim and her parents and Cremora and travels around to find lots of poisons and like the antidotes to those poisons. And on those kinds of trips, she gets into a lot of trouble as she usually does. And eventually she becomes a bit of a traveling apothecary, except she's also wanted in several regions. I think, though, that you very quickly work out a dynamic with, like, all the local authorities of, like, one, I could destroy you, two, I can help you, (laughs) and so, like, you kind of get carte blanche to do whatever you want eventually in a lot of places, and people turn a blind eye to your um, despicable (laughs) behaviour. She kind of steers clear of the places that she's been before, so she does a lot of traveling around the continent and off-continent as well, but then eventually she comes back and visits the Obsidian Palace. What brings you back to the Obsidian Palace? It's been a year since when the thing that falls began falling on Molten Gorge, and she wants to go back to commemorate Patsy and see if he's you know, still around or something. Maybe she missed something when she was here last looking for him. I think that when you get to the Obsidian Palace, there are some guards posted outside and you notice that they seem to be distracted because one of them is actually holding a baby. All right, all right, okay, okay. Nap time, nap time. Just have a sleep. We're on patrol. We're a bit busy. Ah. I know, I know, we'll get you some we'll get you some tom tom fun fun later. Ah. Okay, but we're very busy right now. Ah. Shh. Shh. Hey, do you need help with that baby? No, no. Um oh the only thing you can help us with is um Okay, so here's the thing. This baby's a little bit of a bit of an open secret. Please don't tell anyone who might tell any, like, higher-ups about this. You know, us guards have all been taking our turns minding the baby. We just think that this is what's best for it. Um... I just can't explain to you. There's something magnetic about this baby. I mean, just listen to these cute sounds it makes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a darling. Um, I mean, I've only really heard... Two people in my life ever sound like that? Do you mind if I carry that baby for a second? I think they both look at each other. Why? Something about it seems familiar. And also I'm all the way down here and you're all the way up there. All right, you'd like to have a look? All right. And they they reach down to you with the baby. It's a cutie. Hold it carefully. I take the baby gently and I look down at it. Hello. The baby's in a diaper at the moment and without a shirt on, and you notice a small tattoo of an orb sitting on a little stand with little gleaming stars and swells in it. The style of the tattoo feels strangely familiar. Hmm. 
That's a weird birthmark. <laughs> <laughs> and I like tickle. Oh, <laughs> you remind me a lot of my friend. All right, can we have the baby back now? Ah. Uh, we feel quite attached to this kid, and we really want to make sure that it gets the best. And that involves being carted around by a bunch of guards that are on duty all the time? Hey, we're doing the best we can. Have you seen the nurseries here in Molten Gorge? They're not the best facilities. I have an actual home that I can bring this kid into. Oh, yeah? What's your fortnightly income? Can you can you pay for the cost of this baby? Oh, absolutely. It's X amount. X amount? Shit, that's heaps. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. You give us some gold and you can have the baby. No, I'm just going to take it. And she turns around and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next morning, there's a new wanted poster. <laughs> Jolene adds it to her collection. Yeah. Yeah, but they have trouble because when they go to pin it up, they're like, wait a minute, there's already one there. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, she probably goes back to Moonbright. Your mum and Lisa are there? Hi, mum. Hi, Lisa. Hello. Why, howdy. Well, what you got there? A baby. What the fuck? (laughs) Jolene, you had a baby? No, this is is someone else's. Well, maybe it's not someone else's baby, but... You stole a baby? (laughs) Oh my god! It's kind of cute, though. Yeah, it is really cute. And I love those little noises it's making. (laughs) What a sweetie. Well, I can see why you snatched it up like a Sunday special. (laughs) (laughs) What's the baby's name? You know what? I have no idea. I think it said... How about we just call it Baby until it gets old enough to really decide what name it wants to be? Okay, it's your baby. But I'll help you raise it, of course. What do babies eat? I've forgotten. It's been a damn moment. (laughs) Well, what did you feed us? Damper. God, that explains so much. Ding! Ah, my latest lot of damper is done. Well, baby, why don't you try some of this? I put some pickles on there. (laughs) Meh. I don't think he likes it. No, yes, he's eating very slowly. Oh my god! There we go. Oh my god, oh wow, that is a terrifying, um, more. Wait, does that baby have adult teeth? (laughs) Oh my god, okay, well I need to lie down. It's great to have you back, Jolene. Yeah, I think I'll hang around for a while. No more adventuring for me, at least until this baby can walk around. Hey, you know, I've been seeing you on posters lately. Really? Are you famous? Yeah. Do you want to see all the posters that I found of me? Yeah, that sounds great. After Nim drops Kamara off at uni and passed waves with Jolene, she wanders around for a little while. I think she does go back to Miss Bank eventually. When you go back there, it is a very different place. A lot of the population is now missing. Luckily, Boulder is still there. I'm Boulder! Boulder! You stayed! Nemi! I thought I'd never see you I again! I thought I'd never see you again! Oh my gosh! I give Boulder a big hug! Boulder, you're one of my best friends. Same! 
How's the river? How's the boat? The river? A plus. You unblocked it for goods. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, my boat? Yeah, it's great. And you know the best bit? What? Iago went with the people, so he's not here anymore. Oh, hell yeah. No competition. No competition. And then you can be everyone's friend. Yeah. I wish there were more friends here. Well, if you ever get lonely, you know Pine Barrow? Yeah, I know Pine Barrow. There's a tavern there where my parents live. <gasps> yeah, I found them. Wow, that's so cool, Nime. I really want to meet them. Yeah, well, <gasps> if you ever get lonely, head on over to Pine Barrow and then I can visit you all at once. Wow, thanks, Nime. Let's set a date. X. X day. X day it is. I think she stops by and visits Cremora every once in a while. She stops in at Moonbright to see if Jolene's there, and I assume she's not often. No, not at that point. And then she gets bored of wondering. And I think one day she encounters someone with yellow tattoos. Ooh. That are kind of like vines. It's another druid. And they get talking... This other druid's quite young and lives in a little village, not unlike Pine Barrow or Moonbright. And they have a lot of questions, and Nim realizes she has the answers to most of them. And after that point, she decides she wants to go traveling around and finding other druids and documenting the great animal spirits and beginning to build... Not necessarily like a a community because all these people have their lives and they need to stay where they are, but like creating a network so that they're not alone and when they're confused about what's happening and why they're different to everyone else, she can kind of be there to answer their questions and stuff. And that's the work that Cremora eventually joins her on, flying around the world, finding druids and probably like various places of power and stuff once Cremora joins her. And then one day she's like, let's check in at Moonbright. I haven't seen Jolene. She's never there when I visit. And as they're flying down, they can see Jolene sitting outside with a little baby, little toddler, crawling around. Hey guys! What a journey we've been on together. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us for season two as we start a new campaign in the same world with a group of scholars getting into academic escapades. We're doing a full cast Q&A to wrap up season one. Please use the link in the description of this episode to submit your questions to the cast. And as always, till next time. Bye. Bye.
Oh my god! What is that over there? <laughs> All right, it's my squirrel farm that I started. You have a squirrel farm? And then fade out on Nim and Boulder. Talking? Squirrels. Okay, well, do you want me to just say a really long thing yes. about, about Boulder's squirrel farm? Yeah, it's my squirrel farm. I've been farming squirrels. I managed to catch one one time, and then another one came to be its friend. And I felt really bad at first, um, and so then I set them free. But then they kept coming back to me because they liked me so much. And then, then I could tell they wanted to move in, so I built them a little fence and I got them some grain. Anyway, that's squirry, that's squirro, that's squirtle, that's squirtle. Um... <laughs> And they're having a really, really good time. I feed them the best nuts, and I make sure that they're always happy. I've grown good. a little tree for them. Um, <laughs> That's fine. The tree hasn't grown out Sammy, yet. you're the editor, and I know you have enough. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah. <laughs>